0: Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 772. And today we're going to dive into part two of the shadow of Genki 53, which is immaturity. We started looking into the shadow yesterday, how it is um, looking at the outside as our reality being fixated on the outside events instead of looking at the origin and only existence of all reality, which is the inside, grounded on the inside. How do we look into all of reality and look at ourselves? Because where we are is everywhere. We are all of reality projected. And, um, and it takes responsibility, which it takes maturity, to to take that step and, and stop, you know, pointing the finger. So we looked at that into yesterday and it's it's interesting that the gift of this jink is not maturity, it's expansion. Because ultimately it's not that we're ever gonna be mature. Um well, you could say, oh you're gonna be mature for the for the ripping. <laughs> If that if that ever comes right, but but it's not really that what it is is this eternal expansion. That is the jinky, the gift. Which we're, at some point we're gonna get into the expansion gift of expansion of this jinky fifty three. Uh, but this uh, shadow of immaturity is pretty um, pretty thick, and we're gonna be probably doing at least. This one, or maybe another episode just on this shadow. And then we're going to go into the uh, repressive and reactive um, aspects, natures of this shadow, um, which are um, solemn and fickle. <laughs> so solemn and fickle. But, um, yeah, so basically, what at this point is this. Um, the best way and the greatest teacher is always nature. The real only teacher is nature. When we look at nature we're looking at God and its most basic and most evolve and most evolve um expression that we can and a physical reality be in contact with um physically, not metaphysically. Um so always, when we're looking for the greatest teacher, the greatest teacher will always be the one that doesn't tell you what to do, but it's showing you how things are done, and that is always nature, because nature gets stuff done, and this is um this is the victim pattern of this shadow of this jinky, which is the victim of inability to complete. So we're talking about immaturity and on all levels of immaturity, not just um, um, metaphysically or spiritually, but in the simple levels of reality, you know, what is to um, be able to complete? Complete what? If we're looking at the demands of the personality, the matrix reality, right? Well, you're going to be complete your fucking education and get a job and... Go work for you know forty years until you're bald and wrinkly and fat, <laughs> and you have lost your will for living, and uh, that is you know I mean if that's the that's the interesting thing is that is that what we have chosen, or is that what we've bought? That is the ultimate. I'm not saying that work isn't beautiful or incredibly um, um, ins- inspiring or rewarding. It is the why. It's always why. Why am I doing this or that? Why did I take that step? Why? What do I want? And and it, it always comes down to wanting. And we want because we don't have. And we don't have because we're looking at a separate reality. We're looking at a world that is separate from us. And we don't have that. And so we want it. And that is the immaturity right there, the level, and we talked about a little about yesterday, the level that separate us from our galactic family. They don't look, most civilizations that have um, interstellar or interdimensional traveling um, that are not, you know, in, 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 in um, conquering mode, um, which those are not very advanced, um, and I mean conquering of other races, They understand that everything is one thing. Literally, everything is one thing, one organism. Everything, the entire multiverse is one thing. There is no separation between, you know, the floor and you and the sky and the rock and the tree and the car and and your neighbor. There's no, like, there's no separate. You could say, okay, well, I have a liver and then I have a lung and they are two different things. No, they're not. They're not two different things. They do different functions for a different purpose, but they're one thing. And that that thing is at the very core of physicality, the quantum field. You look at all of matter at the quantum field and it's one thing. Quantum field is the the quantum field underneath subatomic particles. At the very very bottom of physicality there's just one field of they call it field of probability, but it's not probability. It's it's attention. It's 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 the it's the magic of, of the wizards that they, they've called it for so long, right? That wherever you focus your attention, then that field of probability coagulates into physicality. Ultimately, we're going to evolve our attention to the point that we are not distracted so that we'll be able to manipulate matter at consciousness at will and transform reality, physicality into anything else. And that is what um, some of technology has done, you know, when you can focus, because technology is not lacking attention. And I'm talking about physical, mechanical technology, you know, like Physics or, or chemistry or, or, you know, you're talking about, um, you know, some kind of science or something else. That kind of stuff is not shifting attention. It's just a button. You push the button and the attention is do the job. And so this laser is shot in a certain direction. it's going to get something done. When we master our own attention so that that attention is affecting electromagnetic fields, and, and eventually, these electromagnetic fields affect the subatomic structure without a, a, a conflicting attention. Because that is the reason why you say, oh, you're working on manifestation. Why isn't it working? There is no such thing as working on manifestation. We're always manifesting. That is, you know, a hippie head trip. <laughs> you know, are you working on manifestation? The, the shit don't exist, you know? It's, it's every time you put your attention on anything, it is manifesting. So the mat- the maturity is, are we doing it consciously? How much ability do we have to hold our attention? Because we're holding our attention on something and then you get a phone call of like somebody say, well, you got to pay me this money. Or you, you know, you fucked up here. Or, you know, you you got to take care of all these things. And at that point, your attention went there. And then it might even degenerate. It might say, well, you know, okay, I got to go to the bank and pick up money or I got to make it, you know, make an online payment or, fuck, I don't have any money. Or, you know, now you start thinking, well, maybe I will invest on this and that. Where did your attention go? And, and I'm, that's a silly example, right? But the real important examples, and this is the, what we're going to be talking about today, is that which hurts others. And yeah, like I say all the time, that people don't exist, others don't exist. But what hurts? Life. And then you could say, well, nature has super volcanoes. You know, at some point, everything gets hurt and, and you know, it dies. That's a very different thing, you know, when we're talking about nature at some point in our evolution, it needs to do these things. Okay, we're looking at the greatest teacher ever, nature, right? And um, when he do when he does these things, you go like, well, isn't that hurting life? No, and obviously we're looking at our little lives and our little dramas, and you say, well, isn't that hurting life? And at the end of the whole d- degrees of everything, of course not. We are just this whole civilization, or this biological civilization, is just uh, it's just a, 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 a you know a coding of. Creatures walking on top of the planet, right? But ultimately, when we accrue and and, um, accumulate these experiences of suffering and pain and and hurting others, they create a a consciousness cloud. And it creates a certain way that God, because we're all God, is behaving in reality. And then that carves a, a pathway into the future. And so we're evolving and then we're going to be talking about, like I talked about on the first episode of this Jinky, you know, the difference between community and looking things from the outside, versus from the inside. So we're going to talk about how do we carve these futures um, with these clouds of consciousness that manifest because of the shadows, the unresolved, the on. Un- examine the the unconscious lives that we live and create and carve these, I'm going to put it in quote, collective futures. But we're also going to talk about independent, simultaneous, parallel realities. And uh, so we're going to dive into that, all of that, and the relationship of this connection of our maturity, our immaturity, our expansion in part with nature. But if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, you want to go to jorn.tv. That's j-o-u-r-n.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. Uh, When you see at the uh, the bottom of the page or the your phone, wherever, there's a black menu that has five links. Um, One of them says "Jinkies." Click on that one. That will take you to episode 256. When you uh, go there, in that episode. you can listen to that episode and I'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're using this tool, the Jinkies, which is an updated version of the I Ching, this um, ancient Chinese um, wisdom, these sages back in the day, they figured out that there's movements of life, change, they call it change, right, which is consciousness consciousness, and there's these junctions where everything, it's interconnects and builds all of reality. All of reality is built by consciousness. You look at that chair just sitting down there. Where did it come from? Well, it came from somebody building it out of wood. And where did the wood come from? Well, the wood was in nature, but the shape, the shape came from consciousness. Somebody evolved their way of thinking about chairs and then carved wood. And then you think, well, where did the wood came from? The wood came from the tree and where the tree came from. And then we get into who put the tree there, you know, and that's when it gets exciting. Oh, we just evolution, you know, evolve. evolution just, you know, evolves until we have all these different kind of trees. Now, these were civilizations of people that know how to manipulate genetics and made trees. That's why we have so many trees. This planet is a library and every single type of life form here is literally a specimen. That has been brought here from countless civilizations. And you say, well, where was the first one? The first one, probably they didn't have that many trees. <laughs> they have just like earth. How did they get that started? We got that started. We've been here for 13.8 billion years in this Big Bang, right? This this womb of multiverse. But um, that's, a, that's a story for another day. Um, but... On that page, when you listen to that episode, I'll get you started with how we're using this tool, these gene keys, to understand the building blocks of reality, which is consciousness, and uh, how the sixty-four uh, movements of consciousness liberate our attachment to um, uh, to our attachment to fear, because we are. We are afraid that we are um, that we because we don't understand because we're in the dark because we don't we're here just thrust into this reality and now a bunch of people are trying to figure out what to do and everybody's fucking up and and they're telling us well now you should follow me but your life sucks you know it doesn't matter that's the way it is here <laughs> the crabs are pulling everybody from the escaping the bucket and it's like you go like are you kidding me that doesn't sound about right there's got to be a better way and there is but you have to find it yourself because. Um, everybody is figuring out different aspects of the puzzle it's like a puzzle and when you share it people don't actually get it like you got it they get it like like they get it or they kind of twist it and change it so we are listening from everybody and then we're finding our own way and this is what this tool does it helps us put our attention on the 64 paths from fear to love to enlightenment and and it's not that it gives us anything, but it puts our attention where, where that high frequency uh, enables us for us to get a download directly from, from the source, from God, from the universe, from the multiverse, whatever you want to call it, right? And then that is what we're after. We're after for truth, which isn't words. We're using words to get to truth. And truth is, it's an experience. And and so in order for us to find that truth, to know that truth, we have to put our attention. So this is a, a, a practice of putting our attention on all these paths of transformation, of understanding of how consciousness weaves through reality and creates everything and sustains. And it is everything. And then when we understand how it works, then we start getting our own la- download. So on that page, episode 256, you'll see a link that says, click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic pref- profile. Click on that link. That'll get, take you to the Gene Keys website and you can download your profile there. This is a map, a tool that we're using to enter into this study. I personally am looking at the entire Gene Keys, the 64, uh, because I see it's, it's a full picture But this map starts with 11, and it maps all the aspects that are necessary for us to get our foot in in the door. And it's beautiful. And when you understand this map, you're going to have a tremendous tool to navigate your reality. Because when we are aware of our shadows, of our fears, then they lose grasp on us. The more we know our darkness the less we are in the dark. I know it sounds kind of counterintuitive, but it's true because now you can see it. The only thing that has power over you is that which you don't know because you cannot make decisions. If you don't know that something's happening, somebody can come and bamboozle you and say, well, that ain't happening. And then go this way and now you go and now you fall off the cliff because you followed blindly. Blindly. And that is the no, no, you know, we must never follow blindly anybody or anything. That is what turns us into individuals. And we're going to be talking about individuals also versus what uh, um, Richard Rock talks about individuals. Richard Rock used the word individual. The wrong, it's using, he's using the wrong word. The right word is personality. What he means when he's talking about the individual, he means the personality. So we need to be completely aware that there's two people living in every body here. There's who we are, the individual that it's the, the one whole. It's it's one individual that it's all consciousness, but simultaneously it's so advanced that it is our point of attention. That's, that's, that's a probably a better way to put it. We are the point of attention of God that's looking from exactly and observing reality and simultaneously creating reality or rearranging the building blocks of reality, if you want to pull it, because it's already there. Um, and, and it has all every single point of, of perspective from all of the multiverse, from every single entity in the entire multiverse, right? That's who we are. And then there's a the fucking personality, which is the body-mind consciousness that thinks that the fucking knows everything and doesn't know shit. Because it's so afraid. It's afraid of dying. It's afraid of living. It's afraid of change. It's afraid, 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 afraid. Because he knows it's coming. Death is coming. And when death comes, the personality ends. And so we're going to be talking about that too. But also, if you check out the Jinky's website, they have a more chill approach to this stuff. Richard Rod and all of those guys—they're very sweet. I'm not; I'm not sweet, sometimes I am sweet too. <laughs> you know, sometimes I fucking say it like it is, and it's good for me and you know people that resonate with that because it's all about truly listening to what resonates with you. Resonate is—we're talking about music, resound something, a sound that 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 is bouncing off the walls and creating more volume you know re- when you strong a chord on a guitar the sound is going to resound re- resonate on the inside that's why they make a guitar so that the sound bounces off the walls of inside of the guitar and creates more volume right so we are going to, it feels and when you got two chords or uh, two I'm sorry two two notes that creates a chord now that could be a, a chord that is um, harmonious or or discordant Right or inharmonious or what's it called uh, dissonant and, and and you're talking about harmony there so resonant, what resonates with you, does it feel real does it feel right on if it doesn't, you know, that's why there's so many of us and you pick up something here and you pick up something there and then you build your own um, tools uh, tool build, because ultimately what we hear from everybody is useless, what We need to do is apply that and live that. And then when we go and live it, then it becomes ours. And that is the real truth. That's what we're after for. So all of that information there is on episode 256. We have charts, we have a video, we have an index, all that you need to get started. This isn't a fucking, you know, astrology reading that you're going to get in 20 minutes and they're going to tell you that you shall be married in the morning. You know, this is a full on work that's going to take you your whole life. And, uh, and, and, you know, you might have a, an extraordinary breakthroughs and live ultimately. No, we're not here to ascend, right? If that happens, that's great. We are here to live a fulfilled life. Fulfilled life. And what does that mean? It means something different for everybody. And it keeps changing. Fulfillment now would be uh, different than uh, your fulfillment tomorrow. And if at some point you get to the point that you feel like your work is the fulfillment of the dissolution, absolute dissolution of the personality, you can pursue that path. But it's, in my opinion, and I might be completely wrong, um, it's, it's irrelevant to pursue enlightenment. Um, what you do is that you expand yourself to the point that your life is so magnificently amazing. And then when you are fulfilled, then God reaches to you and say, now, now, how, how about this? And now you have a vision. And I've had several of those visions that totally change your life. So it's like your, your God within, right, is going to give you at the right time, because you're ready, that which you need to the next step. And then and then you take that next step, right? But it isn't something that you're making, you know? I mean, you could do, you know, if, you, if you're if you into martial arts, you want to like expand your extrasensory perception. All that stuff is fine, but it's not going to get you enlightened. Yes, you can start, you know, being able to see things with your third eye and all that stuff. All of that's pretty. Right, next thing now, now you might even levitate. Or there's people that have done that shit. But all of that's phenomena, and it could actually even get you stuck in the, another personality. Now I'm the enlightened one Like fucking can't levitate. And levitate stuff with my hands and my mind. Rare, because in order to reach those uh, levels, you need to be very, very detached. Your attention needs to be very, very focused. But it does happen. And it's, it's another monster you need to battle at that point. But anyway, everybody has their own path. And nobody has the right to tell you what to do. Um, and that's how we become sovereign individuals. So we're gonna I'm gonna hammer on that today. How important it is to become the individual, right? But the individual is not the personality. Is the point of attention of God the individual point of attention of God? It's your track back to God, back to the absolute dissolution. We're going to be talking about today also if you want to learn more about planet homemaking and john.tv and pearl planet and me and all that stuff click on the about tab listen to episode one um we're in a pay point in our evolution when we're in the middle of a transition as a civilization when we need the more information we have and i'm talking about truth not philosophy Uh, But information philosophy is important because it uh, positions our attention so that we can um, download our own um, truth directly from the source. So, yes, information is important. It's not, not even closely as important as truth. But, yes, we need to have enough information. And I'm talking about on all levels. Because right now, um, and this is great, most people uh, do not trust the government, do not trust the media, mass media communication, do not trust the main, main corporations because it's so easy to lie. And when you've lived your life surrounded by lies, and at some point you realize these lies, you realize you have options and you go like well because of these lies i have making these decisions all my life and now my sister my mother my son they're fucking dead because they got injected with a bioweapon the the not the um, vaccine they call it right now they're fucking dead and now the department of justice is getting ready to hire a lot of 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 um of the United States, um, of, of um, attorneys so they can fight the, the horde of lawsuits that are coming back to them. So this is all good. These are little stupid details of the physical world, right? But it's fun to see how we are awakening and how we're taking responsibility for our lives and how we're stopping to believe the lies of the system which ultimately comes back to us. Where's that maturity? Remember, we're talking about how to evolve from our immaturity. These are the consequences of our actions. We fell asleep at the driving wheel and let a bunch of criminals start running the show. Now they want to fucking do the you know worldwide vaccinations and worldwide central digital bank currencies. Fuck them. You know they're they're children. They're their spoiled children that don't understand life, that can't, that don't know love. If you don't know love, your life, you don't really have a life. Your life is incredibly sad. Without love, your pursuit of power is insignificant. It's it's useless. Because every single moment you're going to be craving for that power, like cocaine or heroin or cigarettes, more you want you want that power you cannot rest and if you look at nature nature is in a state of rest even the river is flowing and the wind is blowing but it's a natural organic flow that it's in a state of harmony and who is our greatest nature who is our greatest teacher nature right And so it's very important. So if you listen to that, also on that about page at the bottom, there's a bunch of information and links about all this stuff, which is going to get more interesting now because now people are actually experiencing what I've been talking about the last two years. And you start talking about is when everybody think you're insane and, and then things start happening and then you go like, oh, my God, this motherfucker was right. But it's always like that. People will only listen to experience. They don't listen to words. Because words don't teach. The only thing that teaches is experience. And we know that now. And so uh, it's wise to listen, even though it might sound far out. Because you can always use that information. Maybe you don't believe it. Maybe you don't think it's right. But it's wise. It's wise to contemplate. We make decisions because the, the herd makes these decisions. Oh, everybody's doing it, so it should be fine. That's exactly how uh, uh, criminals get away with stuff. But where does it come, that threat? It comes back to us. It's our immaturity to believe in a world outside of us in order for us to give our power away to that world so that the world makes decisions And we follow. When we flip that around and we make decisions, what is the only decision that matters? Where are you putting your attention? Wherever you put your attention, you're going to make decisions. Those decisions are going to affect your physical life. And you're going to end up on a different timeline. And we're going to be talking about those timelines today. So let's dive into the second part of the shadow of, of immaturity i'm going over this the book of the jink is here with richard rod and i'm going to give you my feedback on this the shadow of immaturity is rooted in the human tendency to see ourselves as separate from nature that is solid The human mind has enormous difficulty seeing itself as a collective organism that is deeply embedded in nature and the earth. And here is where I'm going to change the writing. I'm going to change the wording. It's not the human mind. It's the personality, which is the body-mind consciousness. It has enormous difficulty seeing itself as a collective organism. And it is not a collective organism. This is the one thing we need to eliminate this word collective out of the vocabulary. Because the more we keep focusing our attention on collectivity, collective, and you will, you find this collective, it always happens the same thing. You end up on this collectives, somebody's fucking running the show and everybody's pissed that they're not running the show like they would like to run the show. Next thing they're fighting about peanuts And nobody ends up eating the peanuts. (laughs) Why didn't you wash your dishes, you know? Why didn't you do this? And now, and and everybody's supposed to keep a big smile because everybody's fucking enlightened, right? Oh, we're enlightened, you know. But from the back, it's like, hey, Why? Because it's the personalities. The personalities. So you cannot force this thing, you know? It doesn't work like that. When you're talking about collective, you're talking about a human head trip. A human fucking head trip. Utopia. Oh, collective. Oh, you know what that is? Communism. That's what it devolves in. Fucking communism. At some point, the the government's running the show. And who's running the show? Some asshole sitting on a chair is telling you what to do. Now you're fucked. Because you gave your power away and your entire country's communist. This is what communes are. This is why hippies end up, you know, everything's fine as long as everybody's stoned. But when you got to get shit done, there's always going to be these struggles of power. So that's why this doesn't work, you know. That is why you have the, the, observe, the attention. Does, it's not on the collective. It's on the realization that the collective doesn't exist. People don't exist. There's only one thing going on however you treat everyone. It's how you treat yourself because they are literally you. Every person. Every single thing that you see, it's you. So you're not going to go out there rubbing something because you'll be rubbing yourself. You're not going to be lying to people because you're lying to yourself. But when you see reality, you realize, how do I like to be treated? I don't like anybody to tell me what to do. Why the fuck should I tell anybody how to live their life? That is love. That is love. And you begin listening. You listen to people instead of go and tell them. Fuck you. And that's exactly what happens. Nobody wants to listen to anybody. Everybody wants to tell everybody everything. And everybody loves those who listen. And if you pay attention, you will actually hear and and pay attention. Find those who listen. Those who listen because... and, and, And there's two different kind of listen. There's a creepy listening, which is our people trying to, you know, get an upper hand. And then those there are those who are just happy to learn what they are. Because if you're listening to somebody sharing, you're listening to God. And because you are God, you're you learning about yourself. This is how the other part of me experiences life. How exciting is that? Well, of course, you know, there's a lot of stuff that maybe you've already lived. You go like, well, that stuff is boring. Because I've already been there. Nothing wrong with that. That doesn't mean you don't love them. It means you just don't want to hang out with them because you've already been there. You know how that angle of reality observes reality. But you still love them. And sometimes you, you even see yourself. You, I've been there. I've, 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 I've been in that fucking looping drama shit. Screaming and bitching. And and it's, it's exhausting. And you feel compassionate. You don't say it, you don't do anything, but they people can feel that you can that you can that you know what it is, that you know, because you know, because you've lived it, and that's what changes everything. So really address this, you know, says the human mind has an enormous difficulty seeing itself as a collective organism because we are not a fucking collective organisms. And it is not the human mind, it is the personality. But what he's really saying is that the personality here cannot observe the one organism. Because it's, it's afraid, right? This organism that is deeply embedded in nature and the earth, right? So it, Because it's separated. Because we're afraid, we're separated from nature, from life. So yes, this organism... I wouldn't call it a collective organism. I would say that the personality has enormous difficulty seeing the organism that is nature and the earth. That is all of us. That is the one thing. So if one of us commits a selfish act or an act rooted in fear, and this is here again, we have to define the the true meaning of selfishness. When we're talking about selfishness, from the shadow perspective, I would say when your unconsciousness is unaware of the pain that you're causing yourself in the shape of the other. I would call that unconscious selfishness. Now, conscious selfishness, this is is very interesting and I'm going to point it out. It is being aware that your decision it's going to shift you to a parallel universe because you are not hurting anyone. Because you are aware that maybe somebody is going to go, oh, don't go because I love you. They don't love you. I mean, it's not that they don't love you, but they want you. Right? Why are you doing this? Why are you hurting me? I'm not hurting you because I have the consciousness to realize that you are an individual and I love you, and you need this journey. So when people start trying to manipulate you and say, you are being selfish because you're doing something that I don't like, that is when you separate those two selfishness, right? Understand that there is a place for connecting through the individual to God, and that is the inner connection, right? And I don't necessarily like it, call it selfishness, because that word in itself is kind of, you know, limited. I call it in, in um, individual. I call it your individual self-expression. I call it your inner drive, right? But it is, you could say, conscious selfishness. And it is not separating yourself from life. It is being wise enough to realize That you are not here to make anybody happy. And that is that sometimes it's it's, it's like you want to bring joy because you want to bring joy. Not because they want you to bring joy. The moment you start doing what they want you to do, you've lost track of who you are. You are the point of observation of God. The unique one that you are. They are the point of observation of God. The unique point that they are. But because people live in their personality, they will demand from you that you give them what they haven't figured out how to give themselves or f- figure out how, how do they already actually have it because we all have it. And so they call you fucking selfish. You're a selfish asshole because you're not doing what I want you to do. You're not talking about, you know, why are you speaking about this bioweapon weapon? Pfizer and AstraZeneca and, and Johnson & Johnson bioweapon weapon that is murdering people all over the world. That makes me unhappy. I'm going to ban you off of YouTube and Facebook because you are not being, you're not being a, a, a team player, you know? Or, you know, why are you talk? why aren't you bitching about all this shit that happened in Hawaii with the fucking, you know, um, fire and all the people about there, you know, that died there. And I'm saying, yes, that's horrifying, but I'm not going to bitch about the way you like me to bitch about. I'm going to say, well, you know, what's happening there? If you got to observe all the points of perspective, parts of it make sense and parts of it don't make sense. And yes, it's, it's horrifying that so many people died, but they're also dying in the border of Mexico. They're also dying in Ukraine. They're also dying in pa- both Palestine and Israel. And they're dying all over the fucking world. And their fucking economic policies of the world is really killing everybody. Oh boy, I don't have time to be thinking about all that stuff. I just want to focus on this thing. Focus on the entire thing. But you see, to, to demand that someone else do what you want them to do, that is immaturity, right? Love is to understand that everybody is where they are. Because that's where they are. That's where God is at that point. And they are going to discover things that you are not going to discover. And you're going to discover things that they're not going to discover. And we're going to share that stuff. And then that's how we oh my God, that I've never thought about that. I've never, th- you know, saw things like you do. That is love. The moment I say, Well, because you're not saying the talking what I want you to talk, now you're a fucking selfish asshole. That is manipulation, that is control, that is the personality. And so when the more and more we become aware of the tricks of the personality, the more we can have a fulfilled life, right? But when we're talking about if anyone commits a, a, an act rooted in fear, now I would agree with that. So now that we've defined what he talks about here in selfishness. Um, an act rooted in fear is very different than a selfish act. And act rooted in fear, it means that you are you are you are you are doing something based on an illusion that doesn't exist because the only thing that exists is the one whole organism, it's wholeness, it's one thing, it's one thing, it's the multiverse, and it is all of what is simultaneously it's happening now, it's not gonna happen when you get an enlightened then It's now and it's everywhere. Right? So if you have an act, if you make a decision, and we all do them all the time, right? An act rooted in fear. It means that you're afraid, that you are not supported, that you are not loved, that you are going to do something. This is how wars get started. This is how arguments that our people are afraid, that they can't dominate, or they, because what if reality is not the way I want it to be? Boom, now we're going to kill each other. You see, so he says, um, if one of us commits an act uh, rooted in fear, it reinforces the act throughout the totality, which in turn strengthens its vibration in the world. And this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast, is carving these lines of, of futures, right? So, yes, because we're choosing the future, because with our attention, we make decisions and these decisions you know, if we're talking about collective, using the word collective accrue, you know, we got a bunch of different points of attention, a bunch of different people, if you want to call them, but they're points of attention, right? Putting our attention on something that doesn't exist, which is fear, right? So we're making decisions out of fear. And, and these decisions create pathways into the future, But, and here's the beautiful part, because this is when we're talking about fractals, right? These fractals are not just one, they're infinite fractals. So yes, that is a timeline, that is a future. But because if you have the ability to observe the fractal from the outside, and look, well, there's a bunch of people there throwing themselves off the cliff like lemmings, because they're afraid. And you're out here and then everybody comes, the horde, the herd coming. Oh, come follow us. we got going to throw ourselves off the cliff. This is the one thing to do. You get the fuck out away from them. I love you and I respect that that's what you want to do. You want to throw yourself off the cliff. It's not like you're ever going to die. Maybe your body's going to die, but you know, you are forever. So I, there's nothing that I'm going to do from my, here, my soapbox and telling you, really, I love that, you're throwing yourself off the cliff. You're not going to listen. I did it and, and, and you didn't listen. So I say, I love you, bye. I'm getting out of that herd that's throwing themselves off the cliff and demanding that I throw myself off the cliff also. They can't do anything. I'm, I'm just going to sit here and watch. Maybe I'm not even going to watch because it breaks my heart because I love you. And where are you? You are in another timeline now. See, that is the power of the individual. That is why it's so important that we become and maintain and become and connect the individual. The individual point of attention is not the personality. It is how God sees and experiences and manifests the rearranging of the building blocks of reality. And every single one of us is doing that. Because we're all one, doing the same thing, but from infinite points of perspective simultaneously. We're talking about God, right? Everybody wants to talk about God. but Nobody wants to say we're, it's God. It's actually having the infinite points of perspective simultaneously, experiencing itself, interacting with itself. That is God. Well, what do you think God was? But God is throne up there and tells us what to do. And then beat the shit out of us when we're bad boys and bad girls. Come on. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, this strengthens its vibration in the world. Which world? Very important, right? These acts rooted in fear that have created the world con- world shadow, right? The World Bank of International Settlements, right? World Trade Organization the, what's it called, the CDC, or the World Health Organization, all of these worldwide organizations are some asshole that decided that they know better. And a bunch of assholes showed up because they got a lot of money. That's all they are. They are incredibly weak. And they are like, you're going to do this thing. No, we don't. We're not going to do it. Nobody's going to tell us what to do. Because we fucking know. And that is what changes everything. When you are the individual, you get to choose. When you are the collective, you have given your power away. And you should never do that. But then again, that's just a recommendation and advice. You do whatever you want because you're an individual, right? You get the right, the free will to choose whatever you want to do. So this is what immaturity is—an aspect of the whole, an aspect of the whole. So he's right. He's right about that, you know. The, and it, but but it is not the one point of perspective of God. He's talking about the personality, right? An aspect of the whole, which it is an aspect of the whole. The, our personalities are part of God too. There is nothing that it isn't. So it is a part of God um, that does not yet realize. That it is the whole, but that is the one thing that is wrong here. The personality is not God. It is, you could say it is, but it is, it is like, you know, God is the mountain and, you know, the personality is a grain of sand. It's just, it's just there. I'm a grain of sand. But, you know, I can never be the, it can never be the mountain. It, it is part of, of, the, of the mountain, but it is not the mountain. And so that is what we need to be incredibly aware of. In, in comparison, the one point of attention is the mountain. And, and this is very important. The one point of attention that you are, that everybody is your it is the mountain observing the mountain from the grain of sand. That is very different than the personality. The personality identifies itself with the grain of sand The one point of attention identifies itself with the mountain. But it is at this very moment observing the mountain from the one point, one grain of sand. And if it chooses so, it can put their attention as the mountain. And now it's observing as the mountain. And then as the planet. And then as the solar system. Because in your attention you can go anywhere at will. This is the power. This is why we are one whole organism. Because that attention can become the one grain of sand and observe reality from the one grain of sand, and and in the next moment it can become can return back and be the mountain. And the more we learn how other points of attention are observing, the more we learn how life, how God sees life from all these points of attention. The more we listen, the more we, the more we have compassion. The more we have. The more we feel them and 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 respect them and listen to everyone, the more we pay attention. Because what, what's going to happen? Whenever you hear a story, whenever you see a movie, read a book, your attention goes and now you're traveling with that protagonist. So if you're listening to the story of somebody, now you're seeing how they see life if you're very, very... Fine, you fine tune your attention. You're gonna be able to listen, and then at some point your attention is gonna be able to see how they see life. And then you, some of these people, you you get there and you go like, my God, these people live in hell. I'm so sorry for you. You know your life, the way that how you position your attention, your life sucks. Because the way you position your attention and then you try to share that with me. I went there for a second and I say, oh, I went like, get me out of here. And you bless them and let them go on their way because you are not going to live in that dump hole. So. Um, so, however, human beings have always sensed the inherent balancing force woven into creation It is reflected, for instance, instance in the Buddhist and Hindu doctrine of karma. And we're talking about manifestation, because now we're talking about attention manifesting reality, right? Which is rearranging the building blocks of the Sumatuba atomic field. So the law that every cause results in an effect that directly influences our future. Um, And not only the future, because time is retrocausal, right? Every action affects all time because that's the nature of our experience here. We're here to experience linear time, right? But time doesn't exist. What it is, is that everything that has ever that has the possibility of existing already exists. So what our little point of attention is doing is rearranging that particular aspect of God so that we can have that particular experience. And so when we create something that gives life, that life is retrocausal, right? It's going to shine into a past and a future, and it's going to come back to us like a Taurus, right? We are that light, and you create shit, and you beat somebody up, and you abuse somebody, and you cause pain. That shit's going to come back to you. It might be in uh, the next 20 minutes. It might be in the next 20 years. It might be in the next lifetime. At some point you have to experience because at some point you stop causing pain to others because you know how it feels to be on the receiving end of that. That is maturity. And so you are about to say something really nasty. And sometimes you still do say something stuff really nasty. And afterwards you go like, ah oh, fuck, I could have been I could have realized that. You know, clean do a much more, more cleaner delivery. Take a deep breath. And now you are aware. Now you've integrated that. Because at some point we even fly beyond karma. If you can become aware of your fuck-ups and then receive that immediately, you don't have to manifest karma in the future. But this happens when you are you know, relatively clean. If you are absolutely fucking unconscious and creating shit and shedding on everybody's faces wherever you go, you're going to get that back because you have to have the full picture. The norm, you have so much pain. And when I, talk, I was talking about this yesterday with Richard Rod, you know, being born with money. Because we were talking about money yesterday and wealth and, and, you know, all of that stuff. And it's it makes absolute sense that he probably did a lot of lifetimes where he already passed, went through the whole you know, grinding of not having and now so that he can actually have a life where he has so he can just sit down and write a fucking book that's going to take him his whole life to actually give, right? But still, you know, I mean, certain things that that when you truly, truly feel compassion, when you truly understand what is to be on the other side of off the fence, now you have the full picture, right? And... You don't need to keep creating karma, but this karma does exist and does exist until you learn how to reach that place of consciousness where you can bypass that. And it's not literally bypass that, it's instant integration. Because everything has an effect, whatever fuck up you did, it's already going into the field. So instead of you waiting for that shit to come back in 20 years, you go like, okay, let's let's look at this now. What did I just did? What did I just do? And then integrate it into the heart, and then it doesn't gain that momentum and energy, and, and it's like a, you know, like a snowball and gaining more and more snow. And by the time it hits you now, it destroys your house. No, pick it up right as soon as you fuck up. And, and, and there's no fuck up, by the way. I'm just like saying that word, <laughs> like saying those words, but it's, you can't ever fuck up. It's like you know, it's an experience. So you pick it up and you go, okay. Well, let's clean this up right now before it turns into a snowball. So, um, and then it's not gonna influence your future, right? Because you already created that. So that's that's a hack, right there. If you picked it up. So a common oversight here is that it is not only we as individuals who affect our future, but we as a collective. And here we go again. We need to change these words because these are toxic fucking words that are going to destroy everything if they keep allowed this thing. There is no such thing as a collective because people don't exist. There is only one of us here. It's so advanced that it's simultaneously experiencing itself as every one of us from a different point of perspective. Right? The more we keep trying to fix this problem from the outside, the more we make the problem bigger. The more we're trying to create a fucking collective, the more the collective keeps collapsing. And that's that's good, you know, but if it comes into communism, then now we're fucked. So, you know, better for a collective to collapse than an turns to communism, because that's where it goes. Let's say eventually some asshole take control of the thing and starts running the show and the whole thing falls apart. So I would say instead of that, be full of love. Allow the collective, the herd, to, to go down the fucking hill and crash and die and resurrect and come back next lifetime and learn their lesson. that doesn't mean you're going to, if you feel like getting on the soapbox and scream to the top of your lungs say, don't go over the fucking edge of the mountain, you're going to die. You might be able, they might be able, three or four will hear you and say, what? And if that brings you joy, that's fine, you know? Now you're following your own path, right? Or if you want to stand there with all your power, and build a bridge or a wall and say fuckers and start swapping them with a cane, you know, just, just stop it. Maybe that's your path in this life here. Maybe that's what you're here to do. And maybe you might be able to stop them. That's great too. But what I'm saying is recognize these future timelines that are being carved in the present because of the choice of people. And then just create the other one. Create your choice of attention. Because if you have the power to observe a timeline and create that future, now you have split the parallel universe. Not that you split it. You just moved into another parallel. You are in another future. You. And just like you, there's going to be a lot of people. And because it has its no, its all metaphysical gravitational pull... At some point, people are going to, the ones that are about to fall off the cliff down here, they're going to turn and look and say this huge, beautiful bridge made out of crystal and gold flying into the sky and go like, well, that sounds like a better idea. You see what I'm saying? You create the future by choosing your future as an individual, not by convincing anybody to do anything. The more we're trying to do that, the more battle and the more war we make. Go and make that incredible future yourself. Live that life and sing it. And there would be those who would listen. And those are the ones who are going to go into that lifetime. Why? Because God is so big that it does not, doesn't just exist on every single point of attention. But every single point of attention is an entire different universe. We have the infinite of multiverse. I call it the multiverse. And this is how you shift parallel realities. You don't need to go out there and change the world. You need to commit to your fulfillment as an individual, recognizing that every single thing you see is you. And how do you treat yourself? Do you let yourself be or you treat yourself like a tyrant and beat yourself up for not fucking measuring up? You're a piece of shit. How do you treat yourself? This is how we evolve. This is that maturity. Listen how nature treats itself. You want to you listen to the greatest teacher? Listen. Go sit by a river. Observe a mountain from a mountain. Look at how birds fly. Listen from nature and you will find how nature treats itself. There is a harmony. There is a balance. There is a rawness to it. If you're going into the animal kingdom, it's heavy. There stuff there. You know? But as a whole is this vibrant organism that lives for millions of years. We just got here yesterday. We don't fucking know anything. We're babies. We're barbaric babies. This whole civilization is barbaric babies. That think we know everything. We don't know shit. The more we recognize that, the more we can listen and pay attention. Pay attention. That term couldn't be much a better term. To pay attention. You're paying a fee to learn your attention. Right, And when you listen, listen to the singing of your heart. And that will tell you which timeline to carve into the future rather than just choose. Well, we have vanilla and chocolate. I want Rocky Road or I want rainbow candy. I want butterscotch. I want butterscotch with pecans and I want a little bit of, um, you know, cheesecake on that one. But we don't make that one. Well, then give me a little bit of that one and a little bit of that one. But it's going to cost you more money. I have money to pay for it. Okay. But I don't want the entire ball. I just want a little bit of it. Boy, you're a pain in the ass. Well, I'm going to pay you for it. Okay, I guess that's fine. you know. And give you a tip. Because I have abundance. And then you end up with your perfect fucking ice cream. Because you made it. And that is the one thing that nobody wants you to have because they haven't thought about it. But the moment that you have that ice cream, people are going to come and say, I want some of that one. Well, it doesn't exist. Well, why don't you make it? I just did. (laughs) Okay, so we have reached the end of the episode today. This shadow of immaturity is going to take a long. It's going to, It's feeling. it's going to take a few more episodes. It's very important that we really dive into this shadow. Because it's one thing that's holding us back. Because we are an immature civilization. And 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 it's okay. Because the moment you accept that shadow, then you can change it. We can't change what we don't accept. So we've uh, reached the end of the episode. And we're going to uh, come back next week to uh, with the new episodes. Um, we're going to probably come to part three of this. We'll come back to part three of this shadow. Podcast. You can find it on every podcast app out there. The main um, website uh, home of the podcast is uh, journ.tv, j o u r n.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom menu, you see a pioneers link. These are our interviews with people that have realized they have something to give. They have a realization, and they've shown up to the world to give that, and they've passed through their dark night of the soul and passed at the other end and found themselves, um, found themselves. You see, that's the end of the sentence. Found themselves. Who are you? The point of attention. You are you, the individual, right? That's what you are and that's what you are and you are the entire of everybody simultaneously. As long as you respect them and love them, the moment you uh, want to change them, that means that you are not you because you know why do you need other people to change in order for you to be happy because you are not happy <laughs> so um all of those are there and their video on out either audio and video too and uh, if you want uh, help understanding and working with your jinkies with this work we're doing here one on one we have help people learning uh, how to get through their darkness now the soul is not what you think it is uh, and because the personality is the one who's thinking so it's um it's very easy but it demands one thing that a lot of people are not willing to give up which is their need to control fucking everything and and it's it's easier to say but when you come when the the pedal hits the metal and it comes you know people don't want to let that go but if if you're ready to let go of your darkness of soul we have information at the bottom right corner of journal TV there's a support button we have a program. We help people with that. We have a program. We'll help people at least design their lives in alignment with their deepest spiritual purpose. And usually this means their business or their relationships or both or their family. I mean, it's the entire life. Life design, we call it. And we have a one-on-one uh, call, Zoom call, where we help people um, understand their whole genetic profile. Basically, we focus most on the activation sequence. Um, but... Um, If you're a little bit more advanced, we can work on the Venus or the Pearl, all of the areas of that. But all of that stuff is there. You can also follow us on Telegram and X. There's no Twitter anymore now. It's called X. I need to change that and just put X. Um, And um, what else? We have uh, Truth, Truth Social Rumble. That's our videos there. All of that stuff is there.